This is the fringe. Hey, uh, guess what? You're on the fringe. So, a few days ago, oh, I suppose we're on the fringe now. Yes, we are on the fringe. Did you know that we're on the fringe? Yeah, I heard we are on the fringe. Yeah, do, do you know what fringe this is? This is fringe 400. Yeah, it is actually. This is fringe 400. Welcome to fringe 400, everyone. Next week, join us for 403. Uh, yes, and also, please keep in mind that, uh, this is actually probably going to be Fringe 159. You know, oops. Yeah, I miscounted too. Um, but as an- a wise Andrew Bailey always told me, you gotta jump sometimes. You know, that's, that's very true. Oh, but we were having this huge discussion earlier this week about, um... Fringes. No. What? Why would we talk about fringes when we're not doing a fringe? It's Unless happened. that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I saw where that was going. Yes, you did. Uh, as you were. Continue. No, remember we were talking about um, internet speeds in different countries and stuff, and how um, other governments could kind of control and regulate the internet, and how in the United States it's been deregulated for like ten years. Yeah. Now. Well, um, so Seattle mayor was trying to bring gigabit fiber to everyone. Gigabit. So, do you know who donated a bunch of money to the other guy running for mayor? No. This is election year for him. No, I don't know. Uh Comcast. Really? They don't want him back. I clearly not. Um, so it's in the show notes, but I think it's funny how we were just talking about that. I was reading this a few days back. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. What's that strange noise I hear over there? Get that away from the Microsoft. Wait, what is it called again? Pop filter. You know what happened last time? I caused it last time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's my little lighter. That's what he calls it. It's a limited edition lighter. They don't make them anymore. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what are we doing on this fringe today? Uh, Probably some writing uh, for show notes. Some 2012, it looks like, uh, Welch's Red Grape Juice Cocktail. You got me drinking some stuff in 2012? I don't know. It's copyrighted 2010. doesn't expire for a few more months. Well, these cups are probably older, so. Man, you're, there's something wrong with your water. Like, I just gotta say, wow, wow, it was fizzy. Yeah, you shook it. I did shake it. I mean, that's what you do, you shake cocktails. I'm going to tweet whatever you write. Say, write, whatever, I don't even know what I'm talking about. You know? Hi. It's fine. So we talked about the fringe, but what show are we doing? Uh, we're doing a show today? Crap. What have you done? We gotta drink the rest of it, because the cap's got hair on it. And it looked like it was from your dog. You said that funny. Well, your dog's a funny animal. So like a little mugger. No, it's shorter. Yeah. Micro mugger. But, uh, yes, uh, did you know that the day The Verge turned two years old? That's you what the show... You know we're doing in like a week? Turning two years old. Turns out. Turns out. Turns out. Turns out. Yeah, it turns out. Do you know what? In two weeks, it'll be the annual anniversary of for The Verge? Yeah. What? Episode two. No, incorrect. The first episode of At The Verge. See, we beat them at that because we were at the Nexus. The first. Yeah, I know, but on the, the, the actually they were first, and then three days later we made our show. Look, when you think about it that way, they actually... Were first. Were not the first by a week. Like, no, no, they were actually just see, the first. The scope of things is by years, so we tied. No, no, that's incorrect. Try again. Mm-hmm. No, let's not try again. Yeah. You know, this, this, uh, hmm. So probably should put some show notes into these docs, but I, I really don't know what news there is. Do you know any news? Hey, guess who it is? Do you know who it is? 
the grandmother. Yeah, as so you're, you always you're, say. you're you're learning now. See, that's good. And no one will answer. Yeah, I probably should put that in the docs to play it. Hmm. 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 I agree. This guy's got some malware in his computer. And he's figured out that it communicates using microphones and speakers by playing sounds. Mm-hmm. One of the people at Viracode was working on that today, and it was really mm-hmm. interesting. I, I I just can't imagine that it actually works. That's insane. I mean, you'd be able to kind of tell. And plus, who has a microphone always on? Well, so from some from what the tester at Viracode said was that she was using two laptops, and the laptops once they have the malware, they can just turn the mics on always and you know you can just pulse audio that are inaudible to humans but that the mics can somehow pick up she was able to do it she was able to reproduce it but how many computers have you know mics all laptops that's a small percentage really nobody uses laptops are you not serious okay okay who do you know who has a laptop i don't really know many people but pretty much every student on the u campus in kaufman so at least 2,000 people. Now, of those, how many do you think the mics actually work? 98% I laptop, of them. I never, had, I never installed the drivers to the mic. Well, you failed. Windows I has support. To... Most people like to Skype with their friends. You know, I could like, hang out some. Well, but, but see, you know, like, at the U, people traditionally have, you know, a lot of megabits down, so... Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I, I just didn't think it would affect that many people. Uh, Well, I don't know how it could affect that many people because I don't know how anybody gets malware. But it's actually a really great system. I just feel like it's so impractical that it would be impossible to test or write or even come up with. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Let's see what those uh Google Play shipping times are like these days. Two to three weeks. Two to three weeks and three to four weeks for the 16 gig. Hmm, that's not too bad. Well, so try, try the white colors and stuff. Even though you wouldn't buy one because they're disgusting. Two to three weeks for thirty-two, and three to four weeks for sixteen. Same as same in both. So not not too not too surprising, but uh, I wonder I wonder if that'll be true. Like you know, I'm I'm sure the like. So does that mean they're not made yet, or they have them? They're just not sending them out yet. Hmm? So when it says ships in three to four weeks, why does it say that? Like, does that mean they're, they they don't have them and they haven't been made yet? Or does that mean they have them, but they're just not going to send them yet? That means they're still coming. What does that mean? It means it will leave their warehouse in that amount of time. Does that mean they're not they made yet? Got, no, I'm sure they have a lot made. But it's hard to ship them all. Like, you know, you got to label them. You got to print labels, stick stickers on them. Amazon does it. I'm sure Google can. No, no, no. Amazon's king of this. They've been doing it for... 18 years. I mean, Google could just make Amazon do it. That would be better. I think Amazon would like to have the business. Yeah, I think so, too. I think Best Buy would, too. No. no Best Buy doesn't want any part of this. Apparently, I Best Buy will why. be getting the products on the 8th. Really? They'll, I didn't think they would. Uh, from what I hear is they'll be selling some models in stores. Well, they don't sell the Nexus 4. No. They don't sell any apparently, Nexus 7s. Apparently, the Nexus 5 is an exclusion. Hmm. But it's probably going to be sold through Carrier, though. That's the thing. That's fine. Yeah, but it's still a mugger. But people like being mugged. People live to be mugged. I know. Hey, look, a little mugger. Mm-hmm. Ah, crap. 
What are you crapping about? So when, I, when I'm re- looking at headlines, I'm like, oh, Blizzard's up to something. No, it's, they're actually talking about a Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, I know how that it's is. turning wintry. A little bit. You know, every now and then. So where do we want to put our Google... Uh, uh, l- let me rephrase. Where do we want to put our Nexus 5 news? First. Lead, okay. Just, Lead. just making sure. There's no BlackBerry news. There's only Nexus news. I don't think there's any BlackBerry news. Want to talk about smartwatches being returned left and right? I do want to talk about Windows XP malware, six times as bad as Windows 8 malware. Do you want to talk about Chrome's latest update? Like the malware thing? Malware yeah, I have that. It's downloaded. I have that link here, but if you want to put it in, that's No, it, I don't want to talk about it. It is nothing to say. It already does that. Yeah, but now it's going to do it more blatantly. Automatically. So how do you think they're doing it? Do you think they're taking a hash of the file and then uploading it and then telling you? Yeah. That's what I assume they would do. Do you know who owns VirusTotal? Doesn't Google own them? I've never heard of the company, so I uh, will have to say probably I have no clue. Or is it McAfee? If it's McAfee, it's probably got, like, murderer juice on it. No, what was the end of his saga? He's alive. No, but, like, is he in jail yet? No. No. He's back in the States, just hanging out, I think. He made a commercial the other month. Not sure what the commercial was for, though. Lawyers. Oh, did you see that uh, other Google thing where, like, you can... Write notes right into your email and docs. No, I have not like heard in different that. languages. You got to tell me more about this. Like, by putting it into the docs. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, guess what? Google acquired Virus Total. <laughs> oh, when? On September seventh, Friday, two thousand twelve. I did that so wrong, but it was okay. I'm gonna put a link to this in the link I already opened. Mm-hmm. Hey, I found an article from The Verge. On? Google Docs and Gmail add handwriting support for over 20 languages. We did that last week. Yeah, but we never talked about it. Yeah, we did. Did we? I thought we did. I didn't read it till this week, so. Okay, well, you can put it in again if you want. I have no proof if we talked about it last week. I might have cut it last week. I don't know. I mean, I could look at the docs. Or the show page itself. Hey, Andrew Bailey put up a show. Spiders to eat the bugs. I mean, the article was posted last week, so... Wait, Bailey's got a show? Yeah, I'm going to play it in a second. Yeah, yeah, I need to hear who's on it. Oh, Chris isn't. Steve, Steve. Orvis. Yeah, Steve. Was he, he was on three weeks ago, right? I don't remember. It was the week before me, I think. Hi there, everyone. Uh, this is uh, another episode of Control Structure. Wow, I skipped a week. I feel like I've been doing nothing almost all this time. Um, so yeah, Chris seems to have uh, Died. ditched me. Ah. Uh, so I guess I have to, you know, go through my uh, list of guests. So hi, Steven. How you doing? Hi, pretty good. So uh, this is old. Control Structure episode forty-nine, which makes this makes this technically the fiftieth episode uh, for October thirtieth, twenty thirteen. And I am Andrew Bailey, and uh, you are Stephen Orvis, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What? I'm out of flint. Good job. Oh. <laughs> and I was just trying to so, test if um, Little Caesars does stuff been? on thermal paper. I've been pretty good. 
things are getting better at work. I'm doing less. I'm, I'm, they keep telling me that I can move from the design documents. I'm doing workout and breakouts. So they're telling me after I finish like this section of workout and breakouts, I can like actually code again. So think things look like they're gonna be getting good here soon. <laughs> cool. So stop yeah, breaking things in the studio. We don't really have uh, much in the way of design documents. Uh, it's not so, working. Good. Like, a couple of pages, and then we take. You know, a site that's pretty much a store, and then we dress it up a little bit and add features here and there, and that's it. So, so how is the process in coming to get the enhancements coming in? Is it the? It is thermal paper. Good, maybe. Is that good? How you doing? How you doing? Nothing. Don't do that in the studio. In my defense, it was awesome because I had to use like five different objects in my pocket to start it. Now. Don't make a list of those objects. Don't even try. Well, you see, my lighter's out of flint. And I got a flint rod in my pocket. And I also got a <laughs> knife and some steel. Hmm. What did I just update? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I really wonder what I just updated, because... What did I just do? I don't know. Wow, we have, like, no views today. Yeah, sometimes I wonder about this Nexus website. I really just wonder sometimes. Because, according to analytics there were no views for whatever yesterday was that's fine negative 10 views none none at all anywhere which shouldn't be likely or possible your thing was down yeah that's what i'm thinking that's happened that happens i mean these numbers aren't perfect there could be more there could be less traffic than it's stated it needs javascript to track right if the person doesn't have JavaScript, they probably can't listen to the show. So, And not if they get the download link. And then if they're only here for the link to the download, it shouldn't matter. Even if they don't have JavaScript, it still gets counted because the JavaScript file is queried. Really? A request is sent. Hmm. Um, but they don't know who it, or it was. Or well, no. Well, well, so the they, can, they, can, yeah, they can they guess if they have a cookie. Because um, I don't use JavaScript when I surf the internet really? most of the time. Well, on my mobile devices and um, everything but my desktop. So, you know, users like you, we don't like you. Why? You use JavaScript? Me? I'm Chrome, I do. Firefox, I don't. But I don't use Firefox. Yeah. You can have this. I made this for you. I uh, refuse to take it. Drop it. Drop it. I can see what you have. Can you see where my hand is? No. Just drop it then. Doesn't work that way. I don't know what we're alluding to. Remember when I had the Gundam and I was passing you to the Gundam oh. and I wanted you to take it? We're like, no, drop it. But I couldn't see your hand because you're holding it behind a wall. Oh, but see, I could see your hand, so it didn't matter. You could. I couldn't. Yeah, I know. And I have no faith in your catching ability. No, but when you just did that, I could see your hand. Where's my hand? Uh, it's right about here. Drop it. Failed. Why? You caught it. Now I'm ringing it. I knew where it was. Well, obviously the center. No, I can see in your glasses. Now I can see the light. Now you can't see me. <laughs> yeah, it kind of needs those. Yeah, a little bit. A lot of it. Lava bit? Lava bit. I, you know, that would be a great like encryption key thing. Like, better than BitLocker. Lava bit. Uh, I hope you're joking, right? I am. Good. Was Wednesday a statistically fundamental day of difference? Well, according to my documentation, it was. So if you go to lavabit.com, you're like, 
Something wrong with America. Um, so basically, Lava Bit was so angry when uh, somebody came knocking for some guy's email. Yeah, some guy. So, would you like to for? Oh, oh you need no, I'm good. Don't drink the last. Drink it up. Drink the fuzzies. Where's Where's your hand? Where's your hand? No, no, no. Hold it. So I want to miss. It's your fault then. No, I can't. Look, there's there's no. You gotta hold it. Just hand the you bottle. You gotta go to halfway me, to me. Come on, come on. Come on. No, 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 no. I got a good game. I got a good game. I got a good game in plan. No, no, no. no. It's a terrible Let me hold your glass. glass. No, no, no. So you fill it, but I hold the cup here and you can't see where it's at. <laughs> I can see it in your glasses. But no, that would be how you win. <laughs> That's terrible. No, no, no. Let's do it. Let's do this. If I were drunk enough, I would. <sighs> you still have a couple more bottles, right? <laughs> I don't know what to use that bottle for. I mean, it's a nice Nothing. bottle. Nothing. You don't use. No, I reuse. No, you don't. I use stuff. Stop flinting in this room. Oh, crap. Yeah, okay, hold on while I refresh Chrome. It broke. Okay, Google, show me my wedding photos. That was the uh, Nexus 5 commercial. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a marker there so I know where to put that in the show. Yeah, just going to play it again? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Uh, and, um, what, what do you call that thing? Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, supercut. That's going in there. Well, it's rather significant. Really? It's a Nexus 5. Okay, fine. Yeah. I hope you don't want me to look at the fringes. You just want me to look no, at the shows, no, right? No, you don't need to look at the fringes at all. Yeah. I don't need, I can't even look at the fringes. What I do need to look at is where that episode, or I had one right here. Look at the receipt when you got your, when you ordered your thing. It's gotta be one of them. Uh, January 29th. You did that in a really suspicious way. What do you mean? I don't know. Either. I don't do things suspiciously. Really? I just do things. Whether it's suspicious is only how you interpret it. No, it's not how the no, act is done. No, it is how the act is done. No, 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 no. It's how you think about it.
Oh, well, I've got a good job for you. I know, isn't that amazing? Oh, man. But also consider that the water heater is right next to it, so that might help. Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting down so you can... Wow, that's really warm. Yeah, I know. Wow, that's hot. (laughs) Like, I kept burning my fingers filling it. I know. Why would you do that? What, have a bottle of hotness? You need it. Because I can screw it anytime I need it. Which implies you already screwed it. Yeah, uh, screwed hotness into a bottle. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Woohoo! That's what we're here for. Wow, man. Residual heat, man. It's impressive. Stop breaking stuff. No, no, like, just, it's an okay temperature now. Like, just, you know, I don't caress. need to caress the bottle. I know that's what you're into. No, no, like, seriously, try it. Why? I feel like it is amazing. It is the way you said that was so weird. It is revolutionary. <laughs> it has changed how I drink my juice. I feel like that was amazing. It, it was. It totally was. Why does that remind me of a script, maybe? I don't know. I was thinking of a Shura. No, maybe, no. My beloved bottle? It was green. Oh, you're right. Yeah, oh, I mean, you I know, have, we I probably have... should take the other one out of the freezer sometime soon. Why? Well, it might get cold and freeze. Dude. Bottled hotness, ready that I can just like dump it on there until it warms. cracks. No, you don't. When it cracks, the warranty's voided. Really? Man, I like this bottle. I gotta find some use for it though. There is no use for the bottle. You know, I never washed those bottles after I filled them with lead. Oh, when they put them was over. I don't even know. You weren't there when I was dumping shot in them. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I did see that. Because I thought you voiced some concern. I'm putting one of these in my room. My hands feel so warm now. So do you remember a long time ago, about a month ago, when that Adobe breach happened? Yes, yeah, so from 8 million to like 36 million or something? 38 yeah. million users. Like, oops. Like, I thought 8 million was a lot. I mean, plus all of Acrobat, all of Reader, all of Cold Fusion. I don't, what is Cold Fusion? I don't know. Cold Fusion is the equivalent of the uh, framework stack for the back end of web services. Ah. So it would be like, you know, like ASP.NET or... Yeah. Well, I don't know what they call the Java stack, but you know, the like Java servlets, like it, it's that kind of framework, basically. So not a good thing. Well, so you know, at this point, what they should do is they should just open source those three code bases. Just say, okay, cool story. You know what? I think we're going to take a proactive measure here. Just open source the crap, and then fix it all. Yeah, fix eight million users' data. Well, the data is screwed, but oh well. But that source code, like, unless but they get it fixed, don't the, worry. The CEO or the spokesperson only said only 3 million credit cards were taken. 
You sure about that? Well, yeah. I guess that's how many people had him on file. Like, I guess people had a lot of people had accounts and stuff. But they think only 3 million cards were taken. 38 million. Later. They'll find out. Oh, they're 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 getting in trouble. Like remember Sony got fined for their hack? Yeah. Which yeah. I always thought was stupid. Well You're kicking the guy in the nuts when they're down. But you have to find them because that can't happen. What do you mean it can't happen? If it happens to you, you get fined. That's an incentive to not let it happen. They gave up free games. Not good enough. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have cared that much. If you got free games it would have been nice. I don't know if I had a PS two then. Or three, I mean. Did I? I love how people saw the hack, went out and bought a thing, and then complained about the not getting games. Yeah, well, you probably had to have an account of activation at a certain time. But they were complaining about how they were still affected by, you know, the shutdown for three days. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't play it. I, I just think that's bad form. But uh, I'm not seeing too much in here for tech news this week. Unless I'm missing something critical. Well, you can always put in the uh, Nexus 5 stuff. We're not talking too much about it. I mean, it happened, so, I mean, there's stuff today. William looked like he was doing the best he's ever done. Who? William. Yeah. I figured he might, um, you know... He's go. not Sam. Yeah. But I think he's still in high school. Yeah, he is. But he's at the St. Paul College, I guess. But he's taking nice... He's taking the same classes I took, mostly, when I was there. Like, he's not faking it. He's doing legits. I wonder how many classes he actually has to take at Central, though. Well, does he probably he probably needs English then, right? Because then that you don't you need all four years of English. But what if he's taking it at Saint Paul College? Well, yeah, okay, but he still needs English. So, but I'm still can, I'm wondering how can, much he's at. Central. Can you take an English class at Saint Paul College? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. Um. Well, he's probably done with math. Uh, I don't know what else there would be. Grip it. Are you holding it? Calico. Yeah. I can't see your hand. <laughs> it baffles me. It's still floating. Why am I holding this? But like, grip it and like just hold it. You feel its warmth. It's yeah, still, no, it's terrible. It's so old. Get it out of here. I mean, get it old. I mean, like I filled it days ago, and it's still hot. That was minutes ago. I'm hyping it like I'm trying to sell it to someone. I thought you were being a Topolsky. No, no. I wanted climate changed hours ago. You finally turned it on. Ah, ah, oh crap. <laughs> Hey, hey, do you have any? I would strongly suggest using my coat over there on the uh, section of the internet. Yeah. How can you fail this hard? No, you'd be surprised what actually happened. No, you open the cap and it's spewed. No, that's not actually what happened. What actually happened? I a finger down in the neck <laughs> of the <bottom>. <laughs> <laughs> No, I need paper towel. Like it's... They're over there in the corner. Like, uh... In the sink, go by the sink. Look on the side where all the crap is, you'll see the paper towels. Oh, it works. Reaming the bottleneck. You don't ream the bottleneck. My gosh. Nothing looks damaged. It actually looks like it's clean. Look at that bottle. I think you should stop playing with the bottle. No, no. So what it did is stick it in there. Why would you do that? It's just like, you know, it's hot. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you put your finger down in the bottle? So that's what happened. <laughs> and got kind of got on the monitor. Not so the puppets are everywhere else, but yeah. You want me to stop playing with this yet? 
Are you sure that's what you want? Well, unless you want me to put that on the beginning of the show, the end of the show, and the middle of the show. Uh, yes. It didn't pick up on the mic. Oh, it did. No, seriously, put your headphones on and then do it. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, so it does sound, it does pick up on the mic. Really? Okay, well, I'm going to get back to work, so. Oh, man, I don't even know. Okay, okay. If this is this is like a four hundred on the scale of one to ten. Yeah, that. Uh, my gosh. Yeah, you can't already tell. I got your screen wet. Can't already tell. Can't already tell. Cause it's you know. That's interesting. I'm not talking about that in reality. Okay, so um. Do you remember back in a while ago when the Chrome Mozilla developers had that thing where they were calling each other directly from the browser? The RTC the, thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you remember how I was telling you about the dot, the, uh, the, the H.264 um, yep. got open sourced by Cisco? Mm-hmm. Well, they open sourced the binary and all the other things because they were saying it's going to be crucial for the web RTC standards. Yeah. It, that it, that it, is that open. That makes sense. So, that is why that it's relevant again. And And so, who open sourced it again? Cisco. Okay, that makes sense because they do all that, you know, web conferencing stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that that would be good market tools for them. Absolutely. Put the bottle away. You don't even know what I'm doing. You're stroking the bottle. I have a bottle and it's warm. I like it. So that's why you're stroking it. It, it. It's a source of warmth in all darkness. Like, hold it. Like, it. it you could just, like, fall asleep holding it because it's warm. No, I mean, seriously, like, just grip it once. Do you want the bottle? Look, no, no, seriously. Take I can't the, even the, type the, it on the phone. Take the bottle. They take it. <laughs> I trust you with the bottle now. Oh, cool, I have a little left. Ow. Uh, next to Sif from that stupid cot. I can't move things on any, like I have it arranged just perfectly, but I tried to get that Xbox out. There we go. Is it bad that I use my Xbox as a pillow most nights? Uh, pretty much, yes. Yeah, I'm actually putting this in the uh, Lightning. What is it? The H264. Oh, good. Yes, that should go in the Lightning. Because that's, you know. A Lightning section. Yeah, it's a good Lightning. I feel like I've opened the Docs already today. I think you might have. I also Googled Google Docs. Doc Googling. <laughs> what was that? What? What? Stripping the bottle too hard? I don't know. No, I don't have that. You have the bottle. It's on your side of the field. It's in your court. You play with it however you want. I'm going to leave it alone right now. Rather busy. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, you want to talk about that Wii U sales deficit? Deficit? No, they sold 300,000 this last three months. Yeah, I know. So you want to talk about that? No, no. That's good numbers. 300,000? You're telling me about it. Well, I thought it was kind of... Funny? Pitiful. But then again, I don't have numbers to back that up. Yeah, uh, no, but I mean, I have the link here to the. Oh, I did. I don't know where I lost it now. But no, I, mean, I want the numbers of the PlayStation's and Xbox 360. Oh yeah, that's hard to find. 
Yeah, if I didn't have, if I had that information, I would talk about it. But I, you know, it's hard to find that stuff. <laughs> right here. Just stay like that. Yeah. Just, just, uh, one more. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bailey's in her docs. Of course he is. Yeah, I kind of, do you just put down Google Plus? Going to. Well, I can't spell big anymore, so that's a problem. Yeah, that is actually really nice. What is it? Um, the rest of the Cisco stuff. So they, so almost immediately after buying it from MPEG LA. They, oh, so they really did buy it then? They bought it from MPEG LA. So I had no idea they actually bought it. I always thought MP- MPEG LA always owned it. They did. They did up until like, like what yes, last week? Yeah. So Cisco bought it and then open sourced it. <laughs> Man, you really need to put that in the show notes. Yeah, that's actually really important. Um, because they they on their blog on blog Cisco they have this big thing about saying how. This is a really good codec, but nobody uses it because because MPEG LA owns it, yeah, and, and nobody wants to dare touch t- it. T- well, no, so nobody wanted to dare tie the internet to a codec that was going to be yeah. retrograde licensed in 2016 to full royalties. Like Firefox can't pay that; nobody can. Yeah, so their version of the H.264 and all the binaries and all the other things are now officially under the BSD license. Is that good? BSD good? Well, I just said I keep on saying this because not GPL. Well, I understand. However, is is that better than something else like MIT? What does BSD cover that that something else might? MIT is like that. That's like that. Okay, that's good then. And GPL is yeah, and and GPL literally walks up to your code and mugs it. For thirteen pages worth. So you know Ghost, right? Yeah. So do you know do you know WordPress? One of the problems with WordPress is that if you're a theme developer, mm-hmm. and let's say you're just a designer, you don't know PHP, you don't know JavaScript, you just make CSS files mm-hmm. and HTML and mm-hmm. Photoshop stuff. So you can't make a theme in WordPress without PHP. You need to know PHP in order to make it. However, the the all of the stuff that's on the client side that can all be under whatever license you want. However, your PHP code must be under compatible GPL licenses with WordPress because it integrates with their core, with their code in the core. So Ghost is putting the entire project under MIT or whatever open equivalent. I'm not sure which um, license, but it's MIT-like. And so you don't, you can put your code under whatever license you want, even though it's touching the MIT core or whatever that might be. WordPress, man. I don't know how anybody uses it. Yeah, um, for your whatevers, uh, in the fringe links, there's a copy of the license. Oh, excellent. So basically, you can't change the license. Like, if you redistribute this code, it has okay, to keep so the license. Okay, so BSD will always be BSD? Um, yeah. 
which is it's, it's almost identical to the Apache license, okay. as far as I know. I've read the Apache one through. A few can times. can my code use it with while being a different license? So as long as you give credits to team. Okay. So as long as my code can use it and still be a different license, I'm okay with it. Like, that's my big problem with GPL. No, I mean, like, it's saying if you're redistributing this exact stuff, it's got to have the same license. Like, you can't, because some, if they don't explicitly say that, you could take it and license under the same thing because it's free to use. Well, right. Well, what I'm saying is, like... Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's really important to be able to take the code and package it along with whatever with their license and my license, even though it's working with my code. And you don't have to come with no warranty. That's okay. I, I don't mind. I don't really want a warranty. From Cisco, especially. This is an odd clause. Neither the name of the organization nor the names of its contributors may be used to endorse or promote products de- derived from this software without specific prior written permission. That's not too odd. I think so Mutuals doesn't have that in their license, but they've said that many times. No. But uh, no, WebRTC, man. So, so here's what Dan Hesse, the CEO of Sprint, said recently. While the spectrum is a finite resource, but then again, I'm a carrier guy, so it's hard for me to un- even understand. It, it truly is something I've been looking at, net neutrality, for a long time. It's actually a hard concept for me to get around my head. It's like telling the airlines you can't fir- sell first-class seats. I don't get it. What? Apparently, Dan Hesse doesn't understand the concept of net neutrality. So he also said this. My belief is yes, that there are a number of business models, whether it's service providers who pay for better throughput through your network, there's got to be a business model for it. Uh, things like zero rating, which is nothing but a benefit, actually. What's not to like if you have a special relationship with a particular application developer? What? Um, huh. The CEO well. of Sprint doesn't understand net neutrality. He doesn't understand that you can't give special throughput access to specific developers or organizations or companies. That's not good, Sprint. Not a good thing to pull. I'm glad Sir Richard Branson knows. But they don't. He doesn't. He's got to. Not. I mean, what is he going to do? Cool off? Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh. Well, it's out of the fire. It should be, you know. It's not. It was never in the fire. I kind of want. I kind of want to know what would happen if it were in a fire. Well, I throw it in the fire. I'm not doing that. The fire? No. You did that once already. Yeah, I'm not doing it again. When when we go to get Domino's, I'll go really fast and we'll put it on top of the exhaust manifold. Why? It's got to be a lot hotter. But why bother? You'd get glass everywhere. Only if I break it. And you will. Like if I break it, then I can't make the squishy sound. Can I tweet that? No. I do not give you the written prior consent to retweet something that I have, you know. Yeah. You had to tweet it. Swarp is sources. This H.264 thing has been going on for a decade, right? I don't know if it's that old. 
I, I've been hearing about this forever. I mean, you can just go and just go to the Wikipedia, oh, yeah. uh, and and look at how old it is because it's not that old. But I feel like as long as I've been reading tech news, I've been reading about this crap. Uh, it's been it's been around as long as we've been on the air. Two thousand three. Really. H.264 slash MPEG4 part 10 um, is a video compression format. Blah, 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 blah. Completed May 2003. It was completed then, but when did anybody start actually caring about it? Because it hasn't been going on very long. Uh, Standards Committee found blah, blah, blah from suckage from November 2005. Um, a lot of people were complaining about 2007. Mm-hmm. That's when I would start thinking about it. Yeah, right around the right before the spawn of high school. Yeah, in the spawn of Chrome. I'll just say years. <laughs> I've done that. This ends years of. You know, I'm going to troll you and ask you how many. <laughs> and I'll promptly say seven. Okay, reasonable. What would you call it? Debate. Uh. Licensing Madness? Mandarina! Blah! It's going to be amazing when it all autocorrects to Madness. Gate of... Didn't work. No, there's no Gate of Madness. Mm -hmm. Ever heard of something called a Dawn Gate? No. I haven't either. What is that? What is it? I don't know. I lost it. Well, what was it? I want to know. On the keyboard, it was giving me a funny look, so it had to have had eyes. What was it? Olsen tree is under attack. I love that tree. Um, mm. I guess it's news. What is it? That Adobe crap. Yeah, that is news. Put that in. I wonder if they're attacking it in real time while I'm healing it. So I have found it. I have a really high range efficiency. It's 100 right now. To Olsen Tree. It was on the keyboard. <laughs> it was giving me a. It was giving me a funny. It oh, had forgot to look. Had to huh? have eyes. See, getting distracted. Hold on, while I copy this tweet. Who are you again? <laughs> You should have seen what I just wrote. Oh, man. That was bad. Now the BBC's running a story about it. What is it? That cat urine crap. So what was that about? Because I still don't know. So I guess there's like this little palm rest on these things. And like you put your palm on it and on your hand smells like cat off gases? That's weird. Uh, I mean, I want a video of this. Like somebody sniffing their hand and going, Eeeh, cat urine! 
But it's a private company now, so nobody cares. So on all these forms, this is like remove the keyboard and wipe it off and use compressed air. Interesting. And if it doesn't work, seek technical help. But nobody's saying it's working. All these people say it's just like they thought that their cat got in it or something. Yeah. But they're saying anyone who bought it can send it away to get a new palm rest. And that all the ones still on shelves should be fixed. You can go buy now. I don't think I will. Uh, hi, Jonathan Shar, uh, General Manager and Vice President of Merging Digital Content for Nook Media. Really excited to uh, be announcing uh, the next uh, breakthrough in reading design for extreme comfort and people love to uh to read books the nook glow light okay i've uh, seen enough how do i turn it off uh, oh my gosh you have a nice mic i like this no 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 man no sound quality but he has like three bottles in his head have you seen ian buck's thing can i play that for you play it for me please okay have you seen my video yet oh i like your little vine what are you talking about oh is that a vine i'm pretty sure that's just that's uh, that's, uh, google doing their thing Let me get back from Domino's. I'm going to grab my camera. Oh, you're... It's in my truck. Okay, I, yeah. I didn't know what camera you're talking about. How do I find Ian Buck? Ian... But you're right. It did look really funny. Because so, you know how my camcorder weighs a pound? Mm-hmm. Like, it weighs nothing. Mm-hmm. But to see Putnam's life savings on the crappy stand just made me chuckle. Yeah, I know. Because uh-huh. that, that stand works great for me. Like, that, it's an appropriate It's weight. a good stand, but it, it's... But, uh... and, but for my camera, because it weighs nothing, it's fun. Yeah, um, it, but it's still questionable. You know, I'm just going to go find YouTube, because this Google Plus isn't working. Google Plus. Okay, Google Plus. Mm, Is that an ad at the top of your screen? I think it might have been. Oh, I, I turned Adblock Plus off for YouTube so that things actually load. You remember that. Storytelling has been around for as long as the human race could communicate complex ideas. Oral history, mythologies, short stories, novels, comics, movies, TV shows. We all associate them with great and, well, sometimes not so great storytelling. But what about video games? I play a lot of story-based games, and I love to tell my friends about them, even when they seem genuinely... YouTube! ...only interested in the stories that the game has Put to the tell. flint away. Uh, it's often hard no to fire in to this room. Games. And the reasons that they give are usually things like, I don't have enough money or uh, the game's probably too hard, or I don't have the system that it's on, or they just have such a huge backlog of games that they probably will never get around to it. So I've thought about it, and here's my solution. I'll play the games so that you don't have to. I'll record them, edit out the boring parts, and upload them episodically so that you can basically watch them as if they were just a TV show. The things that I'm not intending for this channel. It's not supposed to be a bunch of walkthroughs, because I will probably be editing out large chunks of gameplay that have nothing to do with, you know, moving the story forward. However, it also won't just be a bunch of, uh, a collection of cutscenes, because there's often gameplay that actually does, you know, serve purposes of story. 
it won't be Let's Plays, because I absolutely hate hearing people talk over important story moments and ruining it with snarky comments, even though I'm the king of snarky comments. I also don't want this to cut into the revenue of the awesome developers who are making these great games. So, I encourage that? everybody to go and play the games themselves instead of watching my videos. However, that's not an option for you for any of the reasons described above or for whatever reasons you have. Uh, go ahead and watch my videos and enjoy them. This is actually a very good thing because I want him to go play all the Metal Gears because they're too hard for me. Okay, so now we have to watch this first video. So the first game that I chose to record and uh, to show you guys is The Walking Dead. came out last year from uh, Telltale Games. It was released in an episodic fashion, actually. And uh, there are five episodes. Each one of them takes about mm, two hours to play through. And the reason that uh, I chose this one as the first one was, A, it is probably the best example of storytelling in video games ever. And, at, I mean, at least definitely within, you know, the last few years. Uh, two, it is all story, so I won't have to edit out very much, which will make my life a lot easier, at least, you know, until I get into the swing of things and figuring out what all of this recording and editing stuff is going to entail. Um, third, I needed to play through it again in order to get my save game files, because I played through it on my laptop last time, and I don't have my laptop anymore, and Season 2 is coming out soon, which will uh, actually use the save game files from Season 1, so I need to get those back. Um, also, it's Halloween, so, I mean, we all like scary stuff around Halloween, and uh, The Walking Dead is no exception. So The Walking Dead is set in the same universe, same world, as both the comic books and the TV show. Uh, whole new set of char characters, though, but the really, really, really cool thing about this game is that the choices that you make affect the way that the story goes later on. So, most of those decisions will be during... Uh, conversations with other survivors. Uh, you know, they'll remember if you lie to them, um, they'll trust you more if you help them out, uh, stuff like that. And um, sometimes, you know, you might make a decision that will get somebody killed. You know, that's pretty much the worst thing that could be on your conscience ever. And uh, so I'm going to be playing this as, as similar to the original decisions that I made the first time that I played through the game as possible, uh, so that you guys can see you know, all the mistakes that I made, and it How long is this one? good decisions that I made, too. Um, You'll find out. So feel free but I don't think to, mic you know, in the comments, yell at me for doing stupid stuff, and, uh, I don't know, maybe telling us uh, what you would do differently. But pre prepare to have your emotions messed with. Now, you guys will get to vote on the next game that I play. I have, uh, I've had a few suggestions already, and uh, so you guys... Click here to go to the Google form that I've set up and uh, tell me which one of those games you want to see next. You will also get to put in your own suggestions, and if those suggestions don't get enough votes this time, then they will, you know, still be in the uh, polls for the game after that. Anything else I need to cover? <laughs> I like that end part. Oh, he doesn't actually have it yet. No, no, he doesn't actually have that part yet. Um, I think that's actually better than how you described it earlier. So I, I, all I'm saying is he needs a real mic. Otherwise, it's fine. But, so I see other YouTube channels, and I want to shriek my ears out. I understand. I have respect you're, for the author, and I like his mic. I know, and you're acclimated, but he needs a real mic. Really, I just wanted to get a real mic for this so that he uses it for the show. Oh, but he doesn't listen to the French anymore, so it's fine. Dear Andrew Buck. Wait, crap. <laughs> Dear... 
Ian Bailey, no. Ian Buck. Ian, dear Ian Buck. Dear Ian Buck. Please purchase a real Microsoft at your legal, legal? At your local Amazon accountant. You can do this before or after your Nexus 5 arrives, preferably before. Hi. Hi. Hey, is that bottom one? I don't know. I'm not touching it. Oh, man. Touch it. Oh, man. It's told it. It's got the warmth still. I don't really want to hold it. Sure you don't have problems? No, oh, I'm sure. Um, let's see. Were you talking about the uh the the malware thing that no. that the audio malware? No, I don't think that applies to our jurisdiction. It doesn't. I agree. I, I don't think we should talk about it. Hmm. I mean, I want to talk to you about it in the fringe because it was very interesting. Nope, that one's dead. Ooh, that one had. Oh, you fail. No, I was shaking it because I thought for sure it was empty. I think it is very unwise to put liquids on top of the computer. I didn't. I know Besides you have. Like that was empty because the other ones are still freezing. Well, it, it's getting cold. Like it should be taken out. Whenever it's ready, it's, it could be ready any time. Probably oh. when we start the show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, when do you want to do that show? Uh, in a couple minutes. I, I got one last story to throw in now. Well, that was a weird noise. <laughs> I got a thing for this bottle. I noticed. And you barely have things for anyone. Uh, this, this this bottle has all the requirements I need. So, I don't know what to tell you about that. It's not going to back talk. It's warm and it's always there. A lot of people say that about the bottles they drink from. I think that's probably why they continue to drink then. I don't know. You're going down a bad path. No, 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 no. Not the 20 yet. One. <laughs> that was great. Also, you're, feel, you're looking really low today. I can do it. I can do it. What if we don't do it? <laughs> Let's not. This is going to end terribly. I deserve to finger. Deserve to finger. <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. Is it? Yeah. I don't know why he's entertaining me today. Do you want the bottle? No, I don't want, Do you the, want bottle. the bottle for the show. I, I I think you should put the bottle down. You want me off the bottle? I'll be back. <laughs> it's next to my hat now. Uh it's not oh, okay. Well, I'm uh, I put pretty much all the notes I had in. No uh no blackberries. 
pretty unfortunate, I think, but uh, we probably live. Well, I'll return with the frozen bottle. Oh, sweet. Which I'm sure you'll play with. I'll play with it. You know, I, I just have a thing for bottles. I'm like a little gunter. Comcast has donated thousands of dollars to a mayor election in Seattle. The campaign of the incumbent relies heavily on him pushing gigabit fiber in the city. Comcast says the decision to support the other guy has nothing to do with the fact... What is this? Uh, this is mostly the same, I think. Yeah, actually, same brand, same everything, but... Different wrapper, maybe? <sighs> maybe a different flavor, I don't know. It's painted on. I don't know. Oh, it's so cold. It was in the freezer. Okay, okay. In one hand, I hold the warmth. In one hand, I hold the cold. Don't shake the new one. Oh, I'm shaking everything. No. The other one's colder now. Imagine that. Can I see your glass? Uh, where did I put that? Oh, here it is. Should I rinse them out because they're different flavor? Doesn't matter. Oh, so I found which episode had the, um, what if I had one right here? It was the episode named, what if I had one right here? So crypto. I know. And so that's episode 61. So that's in your department. So good luck finding that snippet. Oh, I will, now that you... This is at the Nexus, episode 61. What if I had one right here? On Friday, February 1st, 2013. And now, with more wooing and Blackberry! This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petchel and guest Sam Eberts. <laughs> hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, I'm quite well. It's it good. seems Maybe. like it's been a long time. Uh, you know, I think we've been doing shows on time, so how long? Is it just a week? Yeah. yeah. It seems like I've done so much this week. I had work, work three days. How about you? Um, I got a lot of crap done. Oh, I got a router my that party finally came. I know I talked about purchasing it, but now I got the experience of owning what I purchased. Is that your epic 90-port switch router? Uh, 48 to be exact. I rounded it up to the nearest 90. That's a good number to round to. Mm. Wrong um, location. Yeah, quite, you don't set nice. things and, there. Um, I enjoy configuring it. It is very loud, though. So as soon as I bought it, yeah, it looks like a different color. The last one was red. This one drivers. I took it apart. Clear. The whole thing apart. So isn't that the same thing you did to our mixer? That didn't work upon arrival. Well, I think what you mean is that it doesn't work now either. No, Uh, you see that didn't work. It had something to do with the power cable. Well, that's clear now. Not the power supply. Uh, I immediately checked the um, the power cable was broken. Like I was missing a pin on the inside somehow. Like somehow it got stuck. So I want to do show. Let me go fill this up again with hot. Okay, or maybe... Uh, Man, I think you should leave it alone. You think it's just leave it alone? Yeah, I think you need to focus with all three eyes. Oh my goodness, where did the third go? I thought you were going to say, where did the third go? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Young and impressionable. Me? No. Hmm. I don't know where my third eye went. I went at all. Of all the things associated with my generation, as a young man born in 1991, I best relate to being a part of the Pokemon generation. I heard what was going on. I didn't know if I should come in the room. To everyone in my generation.
largely alien to all generations before. Alongside Link, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Harry Potter, it's among the most iconic symbols of a generation of newly minted adults. And I dare say that having come out in the mid to late 90s, it really belongs to those of us born in the early 90s more so than those born in the late 80s. If you're 25 and under in 2013, chances are you were at the right age at the right time to be a part of the Pokemon craze. And this generational connection is perfect because what Pokemon is and what it's about both symbolize the cultural upbringing of my generation. It was among the first franchises to be successfully multimedia right from the get-go, and it was an international sensation almost instantaneously. It paved the way for many multimedia franchises to come and was a symbol of a growing global culture. Pokemon may have come from Japan, but its reach extends throughout the Western world. It's quite telling that Pokemon X and Y were the first Nintendo games to ever be released worldwide simultaneously, packaged with a selection of languages, set in a country largely based on France, and featuring multiracial NPCs and character creation, which is exceedingly rare in Japanese games. Pokemon's Gotta Catch Em All tagline both reflects the ethos and the lifestyle of a generation that more or less formed the foundation of today's internet. A generation prone to consuming massive amounts of media and information and constantly in a state of audiovisual saturation. A generation of collectors, of products, information, ideas, and friends. From the very beginning, Pokemon was social media. You literally could not catch them all by yourself. There were three starter Pokemon, and you could only choose one of them, which meant that you and your friends would all pick different starters and have a totally different experience with the game because of it. Even though Pokemon Red and Blue were hyper-linear in structure, the mere fact that you could catch and train Pokemon of your choosing at your own pace meant that your experience could be very different from that of your friends, or even across multiple playthroughs. Certain Pokemon could only be caught in one version of the game, and others would only evolve if you traded them first. The game was full of secrets and Pokemon that everyone knew existed but few knew how or where to get. It had areas that were maze-like caverns, which if you were a dumb kid like me, you needed one of the older neighbor kids to navigate for you. And that wasn't all. The social aspect was pushed to the next level by the Pokemon trading card game, which has trading right there in the title. Trading cards and battling with friends, neighbors, and even strangers that Pokemon League events and Toys R Us and comic stores was the essence of the entire game. And each part of the franchise fed into the others brilliantly. The TV show had characters and a storyline for kids to relate to, and it helped us to rationalize the type weaknesses from the games. The show also brought life to the Pokemon that we saw on the cards, and the card game helped us to appreciate the Pokemon that we never managed to use in the video games. I never caught a Scyther or an Electabuzz in Pokemon Red, but I knew those Pokemon were badass because I had them in my deck. And if the different parts of the franchise and interacting with other kids wasn't enough to inform you of everything in the Pokemon universe, there was another major cultural force emerging in the late 90s to take care of your needs. The Internet. My earliest internet memories are of browsing the official Pokemon website as a kid on my mom's old Windows ME computer and trying to draw every Pokemon in the Pokedex. Good old game FAQs was around even then, along with the likes of Cheat Code Central, and there you could learn secrets like the missing no glitch or game shark codes to fuck up your save file trying to get Mew and what was at the time known as Blue Chew. But while Pokemon could be considered the defining franchise of my generation's upbringing, my personal connection with it goes a little bit deeper than that, and it leads up to the reason that I, at age 22, am still proud to call myself a Pokemon master. You see, as a kid, I was a snobby, elitist smartass, just as I am today. And despite the pressures of the world around me, I was always convinced that I was right about everything. And there was no point in being disingenuine about my passions because they made sense to me. 
When I was in the second grade, I caught the Pokemon fever like crazy. Playing Pokemon Red, going to Pokemon League, collecting merch and cards, and filling my imagination with the world of Pokemon, that was my life. I didn't care about anything else in the world the way I cared about Pokemon, and for around a year or so, that was totally okay. Everyone loved Pokemon. I was just a part of the crowd. And then, something changed. By the time I was in the third grade, Pokemon was suddenly not cool anymore. Everyone treated it like it was for little kids and they were too good for it. Pokemon wasn't the only reason that I was a target for bullying at that age, but it was one of the biggest ones. I was still coming to school in Pokemon t-shirts and stuff, and getting bullied for it only strengthened my resolve in doing so. I saw the other kids as being disingenuine, and I swore that I was never going to be like that. When I grew up, I was still going to love Pokemon, and all the other stuff I was into as a kid. In my childhood, I set a lot of goals and expectations for adult me to pick up on, especially with regards to my hobbies. Adult me was supposed to have a lot of money doing a job he loved. He was supposed to buy every video game that had ever been made and know everything there was to know about video games. He was going to have the money to actually buy individual Pokemon cards from the comic store because he was going to know how to build a deck based on legit strategies, and he was definitely going to have the patience and the know-how to actually fill a Pokedex in a Pokemon game. You see, despite the representative ethos of gotta catch em all, most kids my age did not, in fact, catch em all. Nor even really try that hard to, because it was a pain in the ass. We tried to catch the cool ones and the legendary ones, but most of us knew that our starter Pokemon was the best one anyway. Every Pokemon game is structured so that little kids can easily steamroll the entire game without pretty much ever catching a second Pokemon. The starter Pokemon have an extreme experience growth rate and will pretty much own the entire game. But, as a passionate Pokemon fan, I always felt I guilty about the fact that I could never catch more than 30 or so Pokemon without getting bored. The game was a lot harder if you actually tried to have a balanced team, and for me the more important goal was having a team of level 99 Pokemon by fighting the Elite Four over and over again. I knew, however, that other people had caught them all, and much like the people who always beat my ass at Pokemon League, they were mostly teenagers and adults. People with a lot more patience and knowledge than I had, who I looked up to and hoped I could be like one day. My childhood Pokemon obsession lasted around four years. It inhabited the span of Pokemon Red, Silver, the two stadium games, the first six or so sets of the cards, the first and second anime series, and an endless stream of merch. When I was 11, I developed a whole new passion towards anime in general, and when Pokemon Ruby came out, I couldn't seem to get as into it as I had gotten into the old games. I never finished it, and while I considered my love of Pokemon to be undying, I never even bothered with Diamond and Pearl, as they came out in a time when I wasn't really into gaming, on a console I never never personally owned, though both of my brothers did. I never really felt like I was growing out of Pokemon, but there was just too much other stuff that I was more interested in. I felt a little guilty about not being able to keep up with the franchise as the games, movies, cards, and TV shows kept coming out without me being able to keep up. Pokemon started to be more nostalgic and less something that I was actively invested in. But it also felt like it was something I was always just waiting for the right time to get back into. I always felt that while I might not ever reclaim the single-minded devotion that I had to these games as a kid, at some point I was going to catch up on all these games, learn all these new Pokemon, and finally feel like Pokemon was an important part of my life again. Who's that Pokemon? It's Onyx! Oh, he got me! <laughs>
And so, over the course of about four ah. years, I started making progress. In early 2009, I started playing Red again, and I found that it was still a really fun bit of nostalgia. However, in what would become a disturbing trend, I decided to make a blog post about my playthrough of the game when I was around the third gym. After making this post, I might have played another hour or so before getting into something else and never getting back to it. When Soul Silver came out in 2010, I was fucking stoked! I had always considered Silver to be the series' highlight and one of my all-time favorite video games. This time, I was making a post after beating each gym leader in what was basically a Let's Play before I knew that Let's Plays were a thing. This time, I made it through four gyms before burning out. And in 2011, I got onto my biggest Pokemon kick of the bunch. White and Black were exciting games that seemed to almost reboot the originals in a fresh package. It had entirely new Pokemon with no carryovers, making it a great place to rejoin the franchise as someone who'd missed a couple generations. And it was in a much slicker package than any of the games before. And at the same time, the Pokemon anime entered a new series, with the first time that neither Brock nor Misty were present as Ash's companions. Now he was traveling with two new gym leaders, both of whom were played by some of my favorite Japanese voice actors, and it was way more entertaining than the last few generations of the anime had been. Pokemon seemed to have reached its zenith, and I was extremely excited for about two weeks. I made it up through the fourth gym in white, and I never finished the game. Yet, even after all of those missteps, I still felt like it was only a matter of time before I'd get back into the franchise. Maybe when I finally had less stuff that I was involved in, and was ready to take a step back and really appreciate one of these games, I'd be able to recoup with the franchise at long last. What I didn't expect was how this would occur at a pivotal moment in my adulthood in 2013. At this point, it's worth mentioning that my brother Victor, a year and a half my junior, actually kept up with the Pokemon franchise over the years as an avid gamer. Our brother Shade, six years my junior, also caught on to the franchise by osmosis and is probably best familiar with the Diamond and Pearl generation. Victor, being the typical gamer that he is, tends to get very hyped for big new game releases and informed me early on of the announcement of X and Y. And while I was hesitant to be excited, both because I didn't own a 3DS and because of my failures with Pokemon games over the last four years, I still felt a pang of childish glee at the thought of a 3D Pokemon game. I remember as a kid being extremely frustrated that the two Pokemon Stadium games on the N64 weren't proper RPGs, and when the GameCube RPGs still didn't get it right, I'd given up on the idea of a full console Pokemon game. Now the technology was here to put a full 3D game on the level of the GameCube into a handheld system? Who saw that coming 15 years ago? But the person who hyped me the most was my girlfriend, Cookie Cutter, also a Pokemon like who never got around to finishing Black, but was stoked for the new games. She went all out and bought the Pokemon X 3DS as well as two Sylveon plushies and a Fennekin. She and I also discovered YouTube Pokemon analyst Tamashi Hiroka and binged on her videos about a week before the new games' release. At this point, my Pokemon hype was through the roof, so I spent the last two days before the release trying to speed through Pokemon Fire Red, catching 60 Pokemon in 22 hours and setting a personal record right before moving on to the new game. What I need you to understand is the gravity of buying Pokemon Y at my age. I purchased this 3DS for $200, which is an amount of money that would have been alien to me more than a year ago. It was the most I've ever spent on something that was purely for entertainment. I even bought this Froki plushie along with the game. And I bought these using the money that I made from doing analysis videos for this very channel. Money that I made doing what I'm passionate about at the outset of my career. 
I've also matured a lot as a gamer this past year. I'd always been the type of player who races through a game at top speed, and any time I took a little longer with a game, I'd tend to lose interest and move on to something else. Only recently did I come to realize that games give the most gratification when the player takes their time to see all that the game has to offer. The idea of blasting through another Pokemon game doesn't really appeal to me at this point. After all, I know that these are easy games that I could bowl over with my starter Pokemon if I wanted to. However, catching all of the Pokemon is a challenge. Trying to level a constantly changing roster of monsters forces the player to think more about the type differences and strategically choosing which monsters to bring to which battles. It also forces the player to explore all of the, the game's monsters. systems, since there are a ton of evolutions that come from mini-games, world exploration, breeding, and research. Playing to catch them all completely changes the pacing and challenge of the game into something new. The experience of getting into and finishing this game was immensely satisfying, starting right from going to the midnight release with my cousin and Victor. There were easily 40 to 50 people there, mostly adults, playing Animal Crossing on their 3DS and collecting free swag. Because I got the game so early, I got to experience the rare phenomenon of not having all the information about it from the get-go. Egoraptor described that experience as simultaneously super cool and mysterious, but also frustrating and agonizing. And it was quite interesting to follow along with the game FAQs forums and Cerebi.net as they slowly hashed out the information at the same rate that I was discovering it. Cookie Cutter also decided to catch all the Pokemon, albeit at a more relaxed pace than myself, and the two of us traded extensively to help along with our collections. Between her and Victor, I was easily able to get all three of the starter Pokemon from each generation. I also told my YouTube audience that I was playing the game and collected more than 70 friend codes, even though I was rarely able to actually get online. Once I only had around 60 Pokemon left to catch, I put out a Google Doc listing them and got a bunch of help from trades that way as well. Having that many friend codes also offered me a lot of opportunity in the game's friend safari feature, which I hadn't even known was a thing beforehand. Coming together with so many people over this lifetime passion of mine was intensely gratifying. Even oh, my friends who couldn't afford to buy the new games or a 3DS system were playing along uh, with black, white, and left. heart gold on old DSs and emulators in order to feel in on the Pokemon experience. I connected with the hype over Twitter and Tumblr by sharing my own funny moments and progress in the game. For the first time since I was 7 years old, back before my classmates turned on me for failing to grow out of the Pokemon craze, I could feel a true sense of camaraderie and community among people my age over a game about collecting adorable monsters. Victor, whose first run-through of Pokemon X happened to coincide with his school's fall break, had this to say about the experience. This weekend I have been living out my childhood fantasy of being an adult who still stays up all night playing Pokemon. I think I'm going to use this as a turning point to really start focusing on my art and classwork when this break is over. My childhood is satisfied. On to adulthood. Of course, Victor is still going to play the next Pokemon game when it comes out, and even did a second run of X after making this post. His comment isn't really meant to imply leaving childhood behind, though. It's more about carrying his childhood with him and not being ashamed of it. After all, he grew up copying me. And what am I doing? I'm making a career out of it. My own irresponsible decision to stop everything and play Pokemon Y for two weeks is paying off in a short series of videos about the game. It's given me one more avenue to express myself in the only way that I know how, and to continue establishing my career as a media analyst. After all, this is my life, and Pokemon is a part of it. I think it's over. So what do you get out of that? So... I I um f I don't know what his old blog was called, but I used to follow this guy. He's one of the anime bloggers that I follow, 
and his new blog is called My Sword is Unbelievably Dull. Hmm. Uh, that's his sword. Um, yeah, that's what he thought about it. I'm, I didn't get too much out of it. So you get next and Y yet? No, see, I just don't have $129 to burn plus another $40 to burn. And, and I feel like I don't really care. I'd much rather play Guild Wars instead of play that. Like, you know how it is. You, once you get to 80, the game starts. And so in Pokemon, I don't know where that is. Well, you see, now, the reason why I like leveling is because I played so much Pokemon. Because there's, after you get 99 everything, you, you fight five battles and you realize when you can just scratch something and it goes away, it's, it's boring. Then. I, I know. I, I always enjoyed you doing that. Um, but that's where I came from to Guild Wars. Like, that's why I always liked that first. Because leveling is where the fun's at. But it shouldn't be. Well, it's 100% of Pokemon. And I don't think it should be. And I think they fixed part of that in X and Y. With minigames? Uh, yeah, those minigames and the new leveling scheme. So you have to play minigames to do certain types of levels. And the XP all. Which is good, because no. leveling is bad. It, it's a grind. And reducing the grind, instead of having a vertical grind, you want a much more, you know, Y equals X grind. Now, let me show you my media elements. I thought you were going to say, let me show you my grind. And then it's like, well, then, put the bottle not on the computer. Where it goes. I mean, if I mean, I want. Where's your rooster coaster? Uh, I'll put it on a coaster. How about? Yeah. I want to put it on the fan. I don't know where. Fan. I don't know. Here, how about this? Uh, put that on the I fan feel too. like it's gonna slip. Or slop. Slop. I don't know if I've showed you these recently, mm-hmm. but uh, so where are you putting um, this link? I'll, I'll email it to you. How about if you put it in the docks? Ah, uh, oh, docks. Yeah, yeah, those. Like normally, I wouldn't edit the fringe, but I think I have to edit the fringe. To get that out of there? Mm-hmm. Not all of it, just like the last 18 minutes. I mean, had I known it was that long when it started, I wouldn't have done it. No flint. You found that. Just got only it. Only an hour later. I, I didn't see it earlier. That's pretty recent. But it, it just came out. And the Weedles are back. That's terrible. Yeah, no, it's he, true. There's a there's a link I put on top of that link. Okay. Wait. Do you mean literally on top? Well, yeah. Why would you do this? Oh, when you when you rather I put it in the other order. I really would prefer it if you'd put it second. I don't know about this one. Did you read it all? Yeah, I did. Uh, I I know quite a bit about it. You don't get XP from sitting on your balls. Well, it's true, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I still don't know. I really don't know. Can't close that. Gotta have that there. Oh, so the so the last one you did, like the last eight bit, like you know, easy. No, 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 no. The, okay, here, there. I'll make it a little bit smaller so you can see it. And I'll unbold it and underline. Oh no, I won't even underline it. There you go. For me to understand it, one thing needs to happen. Okay, fair enough. I might need to make it one smaller, though, because I don't like the wrap. I hate the wrap. Okay, there you go. Now, the bottles one is the one I, I have a problem with because I've declared my undying love to my bottle. Can I tweet that? But anyway, what were you saying? No, but um, so I started changing everything in bold in the last EB to Comic Saints, and nobody changed it back. I don't think anybody noticed because 
who read, they don't read their show notes after they're done with Lightning. No, while they're doing the show. Uh, like, I just started changing random bits to Comic Sans. And you com- would have cried. I've done that to you, and you're like, no, dilly dilly, no, Dilly dilly? What? Well, I think you've done something like that before. <laughs> I hope I haven't said I, I, dilly dilly. You, no, I feel like you have. Hey, 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 want to do a show? Uh, I would like to. Um, I don't know. Bleach is so messed up. So I feel like I should open some of these links before I start. Yeah, I have that open. Okay. So whenever you're ready, what is the show even on? What are we doing for Roland? Usual stuff? No. Keep well, it short. All, all things. We must not talk about 101. Oh, like I wouldn't talk about that. We're talking about it right now. Maybe okay, maybe. but we can't talk about it because it hasn't happened yet. Obviously. Good. This is 100. Let me know when you're ready. Ah, yeah, yeah, you should do like the you know, finger count. And make sure it's not uh, in here. This is a no sight zone. Woohoo! It's over! That was so long. 100, 100, 100 weeks. <laughs> I don't know if it was really that long. So I, I thought last week was really long, but we had only gone for 44 minutes. <laughs> we got a lot done. Mm-hmm. So what, what, are you, what exactly are you doing over there? <laughs> So we need to pick some show titles now. Oh. I wrote them down. Some of them. You have four options, but if you don't count the fifth option, you only have five. I don't know how to write that as a show title. I don't think that's actually what I said either. But it was close. I, I put a marker there, so I'll just probably do snip instead. Okay. Man, there's a lot of things you could snip in this one. Yeah. It's one of those shows, you know. Uh, this sugary crap has a lot of sugar in it. Doesn't... Normally I'm like... You know, up Calm? those stairs. Oh. No, I mean, I'm like peeing. <laughs> well, when I'm drinking, like, there's a, there's a, like, there's an in and an out. Like, so, what, just... what, what, show titles? Focus. Uh, what do you want? Well, so, I, I don't know. If I had to pick a title right now out of all of those choices, it would be midterm fetish. Yeah, but see, um, the word fetish is a 8 bit territory term, so, I don't know. My tune is always the same tone. I like that a lot. I do like that. It, it, I don't know if and, it has to be a title or a subtitle. No, I think that is a great for a title, because especially for 18 and 100. You know, I think that is personification of... Greatness. Literary magazine. You did that wrong. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what is number? What is number? What is number? 100! Oh, crap. <laughs> hey, what's the subtitle? Probably three sambas. It's a, it's, it was a late enter, but, uh. <laughs> it's uh, so funny. Zombas! <laughs> Zombas! Either way, I'll get out of here so you can, uh, speak your spot. Oh, so you're doing that thing, huh? Oh, the deposit? Yeah, the deposit. Well, see, normally, I, I could take my time with this. Like, normally, I'm like, up dose. Move this. Uh, it's in a way. <laughs> Up those stairs. Well, like, it's like, uh, you got to. Go. Get out of here. Hello, Fringe. Welcome to the show. I don't even know if I started the show yet. Hey, uh, I'm going to do a show title. Are you ready for that? Okay, good. Uh, so, um, <laughs> this is At the Nexus, episode 100. My tune is always the same tone on Friday, November 1st, 2013, and now probably with three sambas. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersett and your co-host, Matthew Petchel. 
Well, and that was at the Nexus number 100. I hope you have enjoyed your time here at the Nexus. And, of course, I have enjoyed my time here at the Nexus because this is what I do every Friday evening at approximately sometime at night, depending on who comes and who shows up. Also, I would like to let you know that bulk bags are doubling their size this week. You want to say anything to the fringe before we leave? No. Really? You got uh, I already said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing these last hundred episodes. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna start talking. Do you have Do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to say? Before you say, let me unmute. It doesn't work. That I was in the moment, like. I was going to pull a Balmer. Like, I was going to pull... Why don't you pull a Balmer right now? Uh, mood. God. Pull it out of the bottle. Doing this last 100 episodes of ATN has been the pride and joy of my life. And just... I just want you to know, you listeners, that you are listening to the greatest podcast uh, in the world. And I, I got a song for you. And I, I just got to play it for you. You should... uh. You should unmute this computer. And this song, as I think, represents what this network's gone through in the last two years. Tell me the duck story. Bum, 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 ba-dum, ba-dum. A duck walked up to a lemonade stand and he said to the man running the stand, Hey, bum, 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 got any grapes? The man said, no, we just sell lemonade, but it's cold and it's fresh and it's all homemade. Can I get you a glass? The duck said, I'll pass. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle, till the very next day. Bum, 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 When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand, and he said to the man running the stand, Hey, bum, 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 got any grapes? The man said, no, like I said yesterday, we just sell lemonade. Uh, you got anything else? Um, you know what I have? Not th- not what I tried to do. It didn't what I did didn't work because it was the moment was lost. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> uh, you know, I've done a hundred episodes of this show. I've done fifty two episodes of uh, EB. I've done twelve episodes of the universe. I've done probably four shows with Andrew Bailey now. I'm not sure anymore. He knows those numbers. I don't. I've done a lot of shows. And so today, Twit sent a query to all of its favorite listeners, and so pretty much anybody who signed up to the mailing list. And so they decided to ask what other podcast people who listen to Twit also listen to. And did you know that the Nexus wasn't on the list of other podcasts in the world? Did you tell them? No. No. Should have. I didn't think of that at the time. I didn't even know we were a podcast. Crap. Because I don't listen to our show. I edit the show. I can't listen to it, too. So I wrote down 5 by 5 and The Verge, which are the two shows I stole literally every single concept except the original plan from. And, you know, Twit means a lot to me still, and The Verge does, and 5 by 5 does. But, you know, after doing a show for two years and, you know, having my voice replayed over and over again and hearing all of our hosts on the network over and over again... We really aren't copying anyone anymore. We're really just sitting here in our own little we have island. Our own tone. We do have our own tone. However, it's always the same. I don't know if you heard about the show title lately. And, uh, hmm. 
You know, I think we need to get to iTunes. <laughs> you know, no, no. Like, yeah, I'm not. The, I'm not. I, I would like to feel that way. However, that that album art is preventing me. And I'm just staring at this picture of Dan Hesse. <laughs> yeah. So I I think I don't want to tie Sam for the longest fringe ever. So I think we're gonna call it a day. Uh, anything else? Um, pizza's ready. Monochrome is ready. Kill the kill is ready. Great. Well, I will see you on Sunday night, dear fringe, because Ian Buck moved the show. Have a good one. <laughs>